you believed your side chicks showing up could be the worst thing until this happens. Short fictional story, novella, by Mark Edwards. As a man, there's one uninvited guest we all love to hate, and I'm not talking about the man who comes at your door saying he's got an order to disconnect your electricity when your best friends are at your birthday party even as the uninvited neighbors look on. I'm not talking about that little corporate critter, aka debt collector, who calls your phone, pestering you in the middle of your meeting just when you're about to close a sale or secure a deal with this prospective client. So, if not any of the above, then how much worse of an uninvited guest could there be? Read on. Just read on. Chapter 1. So, I'm in this doctor's office. Being the supportive husband I am and always will be, I have accompanied my wife, Susan, to discuss with our doctor, the x-ray results. Susan had damaged her finger after a slip and fall. It wasn't anything major, trust me, but we want to play it safe. Jack, I'll be back in a minute. Going to the restroom, she says. Okay. Okay, Han. I'll leave my handbag on the chair. So Susan heads off to the restroom. I find the sci-fi movie on that television in the doctor's office a bit corny and overbearing so I open up my crossword puzzle app on my iPhone. And when I take my nose from the screen of my mobile phone to see if my wife, Susan, is back from the restroom, it's as if my inside wants to contract at the sight of this young lady, who had just entered the doctor's office. Chapter 2 It's as if my hair stands on end set just the sight of this young lady wearing rope twists speaking to the receptionist. Maybe I should have found a reasonable excuse for not accompanying Susan to the doctor's office, I say in my mind. I'm beginning to feel this weight on my shoulders at the sight of this woman taking her vitals. She's obviously going to be a patient. I feel like lifting myself from the doctor's office. Our eyes meet as she flashes a glance at the waiting patient sitting in the office. I dip my eyes into the glaring screen of my mobile phone, pretending this woman isn't there. But what gives me the right to pretend? Oh no. I hear the clunk of her heels against the shiny tiles. I am so accustomed to that poise. I could have sensed those footsteps even with my eyes closed. She is about to take her seat. Now I know how good I'm not at handling stress when I realize that the only available seat in the doctor's office is the chair to the left of me. I become more nervous than any second runner-up pageant girl. I'm racked with this unforgiving gut ache and I could only wish that no one would have spotted my tension the way my legs are shaking under distress. Chapter 3 The sight of this woman coming toward the chair beside me makes me feel like a weak protagonist in a horror movie. Not that she looks like anything scary, in fact, she's darn attractive, if you ask me. She looks at my wife's handbag on the chair to the right of me. I'm greeted by the fragrance of Paris as she graciously takes her seat on the chair to the left of me, the only available seat in the waiting area of the doctor's office. I take a deep breath in. My shirt becomes moist, it clings to my sweaty skin. I see the ceiling fan spinning above us as I tilt my chin. Remain calm. Keep that composure, I hear my inner me saying. Run. I hear the other me telling myself. Her flashy blue nails still look fantastic. I was the one who had paid for them. Sitting exactly beside me, to the left, she rests her slender fingers on my right thigh. Delia, are you serious? I whisper. I would take glances over my shoulder to see if Susan is coming back from the restroom. What's with the attitude, Jack? You're avoiding me? You didn't follow me here, did you? Course not. You didn't tell me you're coming to the doctor, Jack. She looks at the bag on the chair to the right of me. Oh, so your wife's here too. What's happening with her? None of your flipping business, my wife's not your friend and she knows nothing of you, I mumble, my lips hardly moving as I discreetly talk to Delia while staring into space. No need to be so abrupt, Jack. And why are you here, Delia? 
Just doing my checkup. A lot of developments have happened. Like. I continue to keep guard through the corners of my eyes. Dahlia pulls my hand toward her. Hey, hey, I whisper, still multitasking, that is, staring into space with one eye while looking out for my wife with the other and at the same time, trying to pull my hand away from Dahlia. You want to feel it? She whispers. She gives me this cunning grin. Feel what, Dahlia? Clunk clunk. Oh. I hear the heels and there's this sudden disruption in my heart rhythm. But I sigh relief. It isn't Susan. But how much time do I have anyway? She'll be back from the restroom any time now. Come on, you scared to feel it, Jack? Feel what, Velia? Chapter 4 Jack, you don't remember when I was so fresh out of that shower. She whispers. You better shut up, Velia, I assert. I still can't talk loud though. And you knew my body was overdue. You need to leave, Velia, I whisper back. Something had gotten into you that day, Jack, she giggles. Maybe it was the change of environment. Maybe it was the way the sea wind blew my hair as I stood there against the ledge of that boat. The way you look at me, something had to happen. Maybe I even saw zombies running on the moon the way my eyes rolled. Now I'm shivering, Jack, just by reminiscing. I keep my surroundings in sight and then I whisper back, I think you should leave, Delia. Are you out of your darn mind, Jack? You want me to say it out loud? Say what out loud? She stealthily pulls my hand again and this time rests it on her tummy. It's yours, Jack, she smiles. Chapter 5 What's this? Now, I'm totally gripped by whatever movement I'd sensed inside Dahlia's tummy while my fingers touch it. In a hurry, I pull my hand away from her. Dahlia would only grin at my discomfiture. I wish I'd hated this woman before now because I wouldn't be in this corner right now. And how do I fix this? Our baby is almost three months now. She gives her tummy this proud look. Our baby? You're the one who placed it there, Mr. Big Shot. You don't remember the way you pulled my hair? Delia, Delia. You're scaring me, Jack. You think you're going to make me go through this pregnancy alone? Remember you need to speak softly, Delia. Ha! Huh. I jump. It's only my wife giving me a tap on my shoulder. She's back. Chapter 6 Oh, you're back, honey, I say. Course, I'm back. My wife, Susan, says while reclaiming her seat to the right of me after taking up her handbag from off it. You got me really worried, Susan. I was just about to come to see what's happening to you in that restroom. Through the corner of my left eye, I could see Delia grinning. She had better not do or say nothing silly. Jack, hasn't the receptionist called my name as yet? Nah. Honey. It's going to be a long wait. You. You think we should come back another day? Susan looks at me. I mean, your finger is not badly damaged. And the x-ray didn't show a fracture, I continue to try to convince. Well, maybe you've got a point, Jack. I could catch up with the things I didn't get to do this morning and my Zoom meeting starts in, like 20 minutes. So, let's go then. I get up from off my chair. Now, Susan's about to get up but then she says, you know what? I'm playing it safe. I'll wait until we see the doctor. Susan? I just need the confirmation from him that my finger's okay. We can't rely on our own reading of the x-ray. We're not doctors and we shouldn't have read it in the first place. I wipe the sweat from off my chin. May I borrow your pen please? That's Delia stretching a hand across my chest as she beckons to my wife Susan. Wait. I have one. Here, I offer, blocking any interaction between the two. Delia takes the pen from me. It's not writing, Delia smiles, dimples protruding. Here's one, Susan offers. 
Thanks, Dulia says. Wait. Dulia, is that you? Susan, of course, it's me, your final year university best friend, Dulia delights. You've gotten a little fat, Dulia but you're still looking good. Me, fat, tell me about it, Dulia grins while giving me a cut eye. You know her, Susan, I intervene. If I know her. If I know her. If I never had this girl in my corner at university then I don't know what would have happened to me. Best friends for life, Delia hails. So happy to see you again. Where have you been? It's a rough ride lately. Delia gives me another glance. But we have to talk. They hug again. Listen, we've got to go outside and chat and celebrate and all these things. We can't keep this excitement inside this doctor's office. We aren't the only ones here. True. Jack, I'll be going outside for a minute to talk with my bestie Delia. We've got a lot of catching up to do. I take a breath in. Sure. Oh, by the way, Delia, this is my husband Jack. Delia extends a hand. Nice to meet you Jack. Now we're shaking hands. She provokingly squeezes my hand in a sneaking sort of way. Nice to. Meet you too, Delia. You little. Anyways, your wife and I have a lot of catching up to do. We're best friends for life, nobody comes between us. She rolls her eyes at me. We talk about everything, every single thing. She hurries toward Susan. Both ladies go outside. To my rescue, the receptionist calls my wife's name. It's her turn to see the doctor. I sigh relief. I'll make someone else go in my space for now, Susan grins. Like, seriously? Chapter 7 It's been the worst half-hour wait, or should I say wait? That horrible weight of fear sinks my shoulders. My head hurts. In walk the women, my wife, Susan, and my side chick, and soon-to-be baby mother, Delia. I take another breath in because these ladies are looking at me in a different sort of way. I wish I know what they've been discussing outside and I honestly wish I know where their smiles went. It's okay. I'll cancel my appointment, my wife says to the receptionist. Listen fellas. A word from the wise. If you're going to be a player, make sure you get a good coach. Jack? The end, I guess. This fictional story contains the names of characters, places, events and a storyline that exist only in the author's imagination. Any resemblance to actual events, persons alive or not, is a coincidence. All rights reserved. Reproduction, duplication or copying of any part of this publication in any form or by whatever means is strictly prohibited unless consent is given by the author. The text and illustrations remain the intellectual property of the author. The photographer retains the intellectual rights to the image. Persons photographed are models and are only used for illustrative purposes. 2020 Copyright All Rights Reserved